giving you the real from A to Z surrounding the Dallas Cowboys. News, updates, rumors, transactions, takes, and more. So strap up, Cowboys Nation, and start your day off with A to Z Sports. Live with Will Steele. Three, two, one. We here, we here. I know the itch be getting y'all. <laughs> Let's go. Good morning, good people. Welcome to A to Z Sports Live. I am your host, Will Skywalker Steel. Let's go, baby. Follow me on Twitter at Skywalker Steel. Yeah, I know, CJ. I know the ish be getting you. Be getting me, too. Be getting me, too. I promise y'all I'm going to try to get better. I'm going to try to get better. But, hey, listen, it's, it's, it's Thursday. It's Thirsty Thursday. We're a day before Friday, which means the weekend will be here. On today's show, we're going to talk about the Cowboys offense now against Bill Belichick and his defense. That means it's going to be a battle of the minds. Battle of the minds. Bill Belichick versus Kellen Moore. Is this Kellen Moore's biggest test yet? I think so. I think so. Also, in the roundup, I'm going to talk about a possible position change because I feel like that noise is growing louder. And um, I want to talk about it because it may come into play this week. It may come into play this week, man. What's up, Gary? I see you. It says, eight-ish gang. Let's get it. I know, y'all. I know. The ish part be getting y'all. Y'all don't know when the ish going to be. But uh, just keep rocking. Just keep on rocking. Keep on ticking. How does it, uh, Cowboys Nation? Thank you for joining me today on this Thursday, October 14th, 2021 show. Uh, 12 days away from your boy's birthday. Yeah, so I believe we'll be live during my birthday, we have a birthday stream. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. Also, we'll be live at Texas Live for the uh, <laughs> Halloween game. So I'm still thinking, you know, I'm still thinking about dressing up for that game, doing something fun. Don't normally do it anymore. I mean, sometimes, I mean, my lady went to a party before, but might dress up for that stream at Texas Live. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. Y'all give me some ideas. I already got a couple ideas, but... Um, We'll see. Maybe I'll surprise you. Uh, sounds like center talk. Uh-oh, AJ. Uh-oh, AJ. You know what's going on, don't you? You know what's going on. Hey, guys, do me a favor, though. If you're coming up in here, maybe you're getting a notification. Maybe you're like, what is this? I've never seen it before. If you enjoy it, please hit that like button, subscribe, and become a part of this A to Z Sports Dallas community because I'm telling you, it's something you do not want to miss out on. I promise you, and those in the chat will tell you that as well. But real quick, let's get to some shout-outs before we get into the morning roundup. Jacob, I see you, Rodney, Daryl, uh, AJ, Brian, already with the donation. Let me let me just let me just super chat. The donation four ninety nine says, "Good morning, y'all. Am I the only one concerned with the refs not letting us break out in this one? Appreciate you, Scott. Thank you. Uh, well, always got to be concerned about the referees when you're playing the Pats. Only thing is, Tom Brady ain't over there." Uh, B Bird in the building. Lee, my guy, 717. Yes, sir. Tavis and, or I, I said that right. I always say that, man. T 
TB in the building, 717. Terrence over on Facebook. Stevie Mac, the mod guy. Jesse, fresh fade. I see you, man. Jacob, Daryl, Tim Malkin, Sheila, Donnell Jenkins, Chase Washington, Gary, Bowman, Tim, KD, a.k.a. Swaggy P, Frankie Franchise, my lady Michelle. I see you. Brandon, Mike, Adam Parker, WCJ over on Facebook. He said that ish be killing him. I know, brother. I know. Texas D. Uh, and the many, many more coming through. James, Rico, uh, Ryan, everyone. Yes, I appreciate you guys coming through. And again, now what I'm doing here with all these streams, I'm including the podcast description link uh, in the description. So if you want to go and, and listen, you can't listen to the whole show, but you, you want to still be a part of it, just click that link. And I always have the audio uploaded about 20, 30 minutes after the show's over. All right. Uh, Jesse says, how are you doing still? I'm good, man. I'm real good. I'm excited for this matchup coming up and excited for this show to talk about this matchup because it's it's going to be an interesting one. Um, Kellen Moore is on a roll. I think he's the, the the next young thing, right, as an offensive coordinator, but he's going up against an old guard dog, right? Bill Belichick is not something to sleep on, and that defense is not bad. You know, the offense to me, I you know, by the way, did y'all see this article yesterday? Because I, I was going to include this in the roundup, but I said, nah, I'm not going to do that. But did y'all see this article yesterday? Um, somebody over in New England said that the Cowboys' overrated defense is no match for Mac Jones and that offense. Excuse me? I would love for that person to come on the show. I would love to have a conversation. with. Listen, I, first of all, Who's overrating this Cowboys defense? I think we're all well aware that there's deficiencies on this defense. One, they don't even have all the players, but that's neither here nor there. Two, we get that there's big plays and things like that, but we're getting turnovers. We're getting timely turnovers. They're performing in the clutch. They do have a pass rush, even though that article said that they didn't. They do have a pass rush, but uh, I thought that was a strange article, and, and it worked. It worked, right? They put overrated Cowboys defense and it got all the clicks. People retweeted. You know how it goes. Yes, Iceberg said it perfectly. Clickbait. Fresh said, I saw that BS. I'm trying to figure out what Cowboys fan is overrating this defense. What Cowboys media member is overrating this defense? What coach, player, anyone? No one is. But that's what happens when the Cowboys are, are performing well. You got to find something. You got to find something. All right, we got enough up in here, so let's go ahead and get to it because I'm looking at my fossil, and it's about that time. Looking at my goosey, it's about that time. It's time! It's time! It's time! It's time! It's time! It's time! It is time for... It's time for the morning roundup. Round them up, boys. Yes, indeed. Morning Roundup presented by Texas Family Fitness, a solution for your fitness goals. Whether it be for weight loss, toning up, sports, or stress relief, our friends over at Texas Family Fitness have everything you need from state-of-the-art equipment, group classes, and experienced professional certified trainers. So if you're looking to begin your fitness journey, do me a favor and head on over to any of the nine locations in the DFW area and let them know that Skywalker still sent you. Or you can visit TexasFamilyFitness.com. Let's do it. First set of news. 
a couple players participated in practice yesterday and have been designated to return. Uh, and that is Kelvin Joseph, cornerback Kelvin Joseph, and tight end Sean McKean. Ooh, man, I'm really interested to see Sean McKean. But that's neither here nor there. We won't really get a good look at him until next year, probably. But those guys are in that 21-day window. So you're probably like, oh, are they back? Well, not just quite yet. The team has 21 days to decide what they want to do with or when they want to activate these players. I think you'll see Kelvin Joseph return after the bye because that's going to give them this week, the bye week, and the prep for the game for uh, week eight, I believe it is. So expect to see Kelvin back. I'm not sure when you'll see Sean McKeon back, but no roster moves have to be made just yet. But I think it's good news. I think it's great news to see that Kelvin Joseph is on his way. Maybe that pressure is putting some heat on AB, but I like it. I like it if it is. I do. Now, while guys are returning, safety DeMonte KZ exited practice yesterday. But good news is, according to Michael Gelkin, who is a highly trusted uh, a writer down there that covers the team, beat writer, beat reporter, he stated that, according to his source, he's good to go. Uh, but he was seen limping off the field at practice. But everything seems to be okay, which is good news. Now, while KZ was exiting the field, Donovan Wilson returned. Now, he's not on IR, so you don't have to worry about Donovan Wilson and any designations and things like that. He's on the active roster as is. He's just missed the last four games. Uh, but he is working back into practice and keep your eyes and ears open today. I think today is going to be the real test for Donovan Wilson. If he gets a limited tag or if obviously a full tag, we're going to see some Dono this week. I really do. Now the limited tag, I don't know. We'll see. But if he gets a full tag, you will see Donovan Wilson this week. So we'll all have to keep our eyes and ears open on that. And it's good news because I like Donovan Wilson. You should like Donovan Wilson. And the more good players you get back, the better the better this defense will be. Uh, Tavis said, KZ has some hip soreness. Uh, uh. <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like to hear the hip soreness thing. But they said he's all right, so that's good. And then finally, and that's, this is where I kind of want to start off at the top and, and we'll flow it into the show. Somebody, I think it was AJ, guessed it right earlier. Yeah. Yeah, this is the position that 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 we we're going to focus on a little bit today. Now, two days ago when we did our game, do you trust? We brought up Tyler Biotish, and a lot of you said no. A lot of you said no, and, and the growing concern seemed to get louder about Tyler Biotish after his game on Sunday. Now, Biotish, and before we get into that, if you want to call into the show, the phone lines are open. 351-999-3787. 351-999-3787. So, the Biotish thing, I think, is something to talk about because the fans aren't just seeing this anymore, right? Obviously, the team has an issue with it as well. So, let's be real. He's been up and down this year. He's had some good games. He's had some bad games. He's had some some so-so games. And real quick for those trying to get up in here, let me mute you. There we go. They've had some so-so games. 
then he's had bad snaps. Obviously, last week was a, a bad snap game. A few weeks ago, he had some some errant snaps and things like that. So it's a concerning thing. And I don't want people to think, oh, well, we're living in a prisoner of the moment. That's not true. That's not true. I think this team saw some, some concerns last year. Maybe that's why you had uh, uh, Big Joe Looney stay in that center. And then this summer, they saw that, you know, I, I'm not sure. Let's push this young man and see what happens. And they tried to get Connor Williams involved. He's been uneven. And I think the team is, is, is worried about it. And let's take a listen, actually, to the G-Bag Nation, Brian Broadus and those guys on 105 to the fan. They actually talked about this situation. And I thought it was interesting because we, we heard about McGovern getting some work last week. But now that is kind of growing even louder. It's not McGovern. It's also Connor Williams. But take a listen to our guys over at 105.3 The Fan. Yep, I know Jeff was asking about this and, you know, hey, is there a way to switch around what's going on at center for the Cowboys? Uh, some of my eyes there at the practice were telling me that uh, that they were working with Connor Williams and Connor McGovern both in pre-practice stuff. With, snappy, with, snappy, ooh, let's go. Out. So uh, with the open week next week, they're not going to practice. So I don't know how you say, okay, off week, let's go ahead and make a change without practice. You tell a dude, hey, while you're at the house or in Vegas or wherever you are. Or on that, yeah. Take the football. The exactly. But that's... But, yeah, just uh, Connor Williams and Connor McGovern both getting work at center. So, Well, I hope they can find a better solution. I think they've tried everything they got so far. I think they need a new player. Yeah. But has, has things been that bad with Biotish that they're, they want to go with somebody else's just, flaws for now? Yeah, I just kind of – I don't know if they want to change that out. But, I, I you know, they, they obviously knew they had a problem when they got to training camp and they started to work with Connor Williams. And they'll tell you – Oh well, this is about uh, this is about just uh, you know position flexibility and all that stuff. No, they were trying to figure out a way to get Connor McGovern at possibly one of the guard spots, and then get Connor Williams at center. Mm-hmm. I think if Connor Williams would have been able to handle that assignment, you know, we had some preseason games where he had some errant snaps, and I think that that kind of scared them off a little bit there. So, but still keep an eye on that. I think this is a a, a really a, a a fluid situation. Up. I know Jeff was. I agree. Asked. I agree. It's a very fluid situation, and want to keep your eye. Now, here's the thing: I don't think there's anything you can do about it this week. It's nothing you can do about it this week. He's going to play, but I I think it's something that Cowboys fans should definitely keep their eyes on in the bye week. And then, if you want to get way down the line you know, next year and things like that, but. It's it's a choppy situation with Tyler Biotis. I don't really know how to feel. I'm kind of in the middle with Tyler Biotis. Yes, I want to give him more time, and he hasn't been. I mean, listen, Biotis or McGovern haven't been so bad. It's it's <laughs> you know what I mean. It's been a problem to the point of they can't function. Right? This isn't Terrence Steele of last year. They, these guys are rushing for 200 yards. Dak is is doing what Dak is doing, uh, but what you can't do is is get complacent. Right? Like, oh, we're four and one. We don't need to improve on anything. Well, yeah, sometimes there is some things to improve on um, if you can improve on them, but if it only if it makes sense, in my opinion. Uh, and this one is an interesting one because Biotis is not some, he's not so good that, you know, this isn't Lyle Collins, right? Like, there's no brainer to me. When Lyle Collins comes back, he gets the right tackle spot. Uh, Biotis is not so good that it's just his spot and 
don't have to worry about it. His 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 situation isn't that secure to me. Uh, Doug says one of the bad snaps was Dak's fault, not the center. Yeah, we 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 understand that, but he also had two other bad snaps and. And then a non-snap nobody talks about. We forget he's the only one who didn't snap the ball. And that's just that game. There was also other games where he had snap issues. He's got to get that fixed, you know. I don't I don't know what that is. I'm not a center. I don't know. You know, in, in fact, I think this is getting a little bit worse than, remember um, Andre Garrard? He used to have a lot of snap issues. You know why the Cowboys dealt with it? He was a stud. He was a pro bowl, mean Blocking machine stud. Tell you something right now, Tyler. If you don't, if you don't play like that, they're not going to just allow you to keep having these issues. So it's something to think about. So I wanted to bring that up because because it's it's growing louder within the organization, um, and I felt like we need to talk about it a little bit more. So before we move on to the Cowboys' offense versus Bill Belichick and those guys, top it to the chat or top it to the phone lines, and then we'll keep it moving. Two five two, what it is, what it do. Hey, what's going on, Sky? Good morning, good brother. Hey, it's Tavis, man. But to let you know, oh, you have been saying my name right. Tavis, okay. Yeah, also known as Keith. Also known as Keystone. Let's get it. Yeah, Keystone. I'd rather use Keystone, but I I keep forgetting. This. See, this boss cowboy, you Keystone with with those guys. But I see you in the chat as Tavis, and and, and I gotta remember the name. It's all good. I would give you heads up so you know exactly who I am. We all human. Know, we forget things. It's natural. Mm. What's up, though? Yeah, but um, no doubt. Um, I was catching up on the Bill Belichick interview when he was breaking okay. us down, and he named a couple of weaknesses off the rack for those who didn't pay attention because when he said it, the fact about Travis Frederick retiring, he knows that center position yeah. is weak. Oh boy! You, see yeah. now, I want, now I want to segue into perfectly. You, that was a perfect, perfect example of a segue. But go ahead. Yeah, and when I heard him talking about that, I said, "Oh no!" I said, "Okay." So my question is: Will Conor McGovern at least get a shot, so that way he will be focused on the eyes? Maybe that might throw his game off a little bit. Who knows? But that's just something to look on. I don't represent Cowboys. That I'm just a fan. That just addressing on my behalf. But who knows what's going to happen. And when he said that Dalton Schultz was the leading receiver of us, that lets me know that this man does his homework and all eyes is going to be on him. We got to be on alert of that. He's going to be attacking. Now he's going to make sure that some tight ends don't breathe. This is where the receivers really got to come up big. Well, Tavis, I, I hope and pray. Please, please put your attention on. You said all oh, eyes are going to be on Schultz. Uh, well, okay. No, he said no. He's the leading receiver. I mean, he said that in his conference. I'm like, oh, wait a minute here. What you about to build? You got a trip up this league. Uh, well, I hope and pray he puts all his attention on Dalton freaking Schultz. I mean, Dalton Schultz is a product of this system. Dalton Schultz isn't the leading receiver because he's a featured leading receiver. He's a leading receiver because it's like, okay, you want to play back? I'll just throw it to Schultz or underneath. You, you, you're going to have to pick your poison in this situation. And we'll get to that exactly. when, when we break it down. That and, you, and one of the things that Bill said was that these guys are hard to cover. He knows it. He, he knows this is no easy feat. He's going to have to do some smoke and mirrors because he don't got the, the horses over there, in my opinion. No, he don't. And I'm looking at Sean Wade over there. 
you could definitely pick on him if he got any sense because he's not looking up to par at the hype that he had when he was coming out of Ohio State. Two and years. I'm also looking at Matt Junon. Yeah, we're going to break down Matt Junon. I mean, that, that's really their 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 A one, A plus player over there. Can't let him wreck your game. No, you definitely can't afford that. That's a no no. But they got some cats out there that can do some pretty good route running. Don't sleep on Jacoby Myers or Nelson Aguilar. I know hey. they might not have the break deep speed. I'm sleep. But don't sleep on them because they got timing. They got sleep. I mean, they can I'm they can they can route run pretty well, but not like elite. I'm, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Bro. I'll, I'll eat the crow, but I'm super sleep. I'm snoring on these dudes. I'm not. I, listen, bro. If we can't handle Jacoby Myers and Nelson Aguilar, then that that writer was absolutely <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. I mean, I mean, come on. Put my ears up there a little bit. Yeah. You know me. You know me. I'm not one to. I'm not one to. You know, say stuff like that. I respect my opponents, right? I do. I respect all my opponents, but at the end of the day. As as Stephen Jones would say, at the end of the day, it's Jacoby Myers and Nelson Aguilar. It's not Anto- Antonio Brown and, and Mike Evans. I'm I'm something. Yeah, Nikhil Harry is a disappointment. He's looking like a bust out yeah, there. Yeah, they got they going. You know he's gonna flip him for like a second. <laughs> That's what they going. Yeah. But hey, hey, Tavis, I appreciate you. Heat on Mac Jones. We will. We will. I'm sorry. Nah, that's cool. I'm, I'm going to keep it moving so I can get some more of these callers so we can get to the breakdown, bro. Most definitely. Appreciate your time. 717 for life. Let's yes, get sir. It. My man. All right. All right. Hey, yeah, that was an interesting uh, interview from, from Bill, Bill Belichick. I, hey, oh, goodness gracious. I'm so glad I'm not covering that team now. Getting they won Super Bowls. But, I mean, just to listen to these interviews or these press comments. My God. They're boring. Like they're they're awful. He makes two minutes feel like twenty five minutes. But when you remove how monotone he is, he did say some things in there, and that's and and, and Keystone. It's so I put it here in my notes. Keystone brought it up. He said Bill Belichick talked about Travis Frederick. Travis Frederick has been off this team for now two years. He knows where the weakness is at, and for those that are are saying, "Oh, no big deal," on Tyler Biotis, okay. I mean, it's not a monumental deal, but Bill Belichick not stupid. So my thing is, there's nothing you can do about it this week. So I wonder, not even wonder, I know Bill Belichick is going to try to attack that weakness. That's what Bill Belichick does, right? He attacks teams' weaknesses. And Biotis right now is the weak link on the line. He's going to try to win that line of scrimmage, and I think it's going to start with the middle of the defense. Now, again, they don't have crazy players up front besides Judon, but it's never been about players, right? It's never been about the Jimmys and Joes. It's always been about the X's and O's for the most part with Belichick and his system. So we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, Reek, what's going on, Reek? Yeah, what up, Scott? What up, man? Cooling, man. Cooling. Good morning. Good morning, Cowboy Nation. Let's get them likes up. And uh, all I wanted to say is tell Bill Belichick 
me and these cowboys, we ain't never scared of our cowboy nation. We ain't never scared. No. Forget Bill Belichick. We know where he's coming from. Shoot, we already know Bill game. Bill sounds You know what shit. I'm saying? He's, he's going to attack our weakness. We already know that. You know what I, you know what I love about this team? The in-game adjustments. The halftime adjustments that we're doing. We haven't had that in I don't know how long. Because we always stood to the same game plan, whether we was winning or losing, when uh, Jason Garrett was here. Yep. This team, totally different. We're going to adjust. If they if they doing something that's affecting us, I don't see us uh, not adjusting anymore, or offense or defense. You know what I mean? And I got the utmost confidence in Kelly Moore now, more now, and Dak Prescott. I always had the confidence in Dak. Because Dak is taking, he took control of the team. So if he knows that, he knows that that's the weakness, and Kelly Moore them know that that's the weakness. They're gonna be, they're gonna be ready for that. Just like when we played uh, the Bucks, that shocked me how we came out. You know what I'm saying? We came out ready to attack. We already knew we could run the ball against them, so we had a, we had a plan for them. You know what I mean? And I like I love that. So I'm not scared of Bill. He don't have time no more. It's a big difference. Ain't nothing to be yeah, nobody should be scared. This offense is too good. Nobody should be scared at all. Yeah, I, we're not scared of him. Yeah, I'm interested to though to see the chess match between Belichick and Kellen Moore. Because it's it's gonna be a lot of smoke and mirrors, I think, over there for the Patriots. And hell, the the Giants did that. They did that at the beginning and they and it kind of gave the Cowboys some not trouble, but it was. They were like pests. They were a little. There were some annoyances, and then they said, "You know what? We're just going to make you just tr- matriculate down the field and hope that you turn the ball over, make a mistake." And that's what happened. Um, and this time, you're going to be on the road, so you you can't you can't do that on the road. So they got to come out a little bit more cleaner than last week. I I agree with that. I agree with that. But at the same time, we we going on the road with a defense, a traveling defense. I think we're going to be good. I just like I said yeah, yesterday. Man. I'm just hoping that Bones got this special teams thing on lock. While we going to go see Belichick, because we know he loves his special teams over there and his defense. Those are only two. Those only two. I'm really worried about uh, Matt Jones. I'm not really worried about him. As long as we got Parsons chasing him and Osa chasing him, I'm not worried about that. You know what I mean? They're going to that's, make that's Mac Jones throw everything them. in front of it. It's it's, it's good. Mac Jones shouldn't again. That offense. I'm not even. That's I don't care about their offense. Like if their offense does some great things against this Cowboys defense, then the Cowboys defense is worse than what we're thinking. Uh, but it, this matchup today is about the Pats defense. I love this matchup because they're not a bad defense. That's, that's and we'll get to that in a quick second. That's not a bad defense over there. So I feel like this no. is a good test for Kellen because one. He's going up against a great coordinator, not coordinator, a great defensive mastermind, and a pretty good defense. So you know you want to all you want to check mark right these things during the season, right? You got the Bucks. I think that was a good check mark. You went up against the Chargers, mm-hmm. check mark that. Mm-hmm. You're smashing your division opponents. That's a check mark. And now you're going up against Bill Belichick in a solid in a solid defense. Continue to to build that momentum. Check mark that. And let's get into it. I can dig it, but let's 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 not forget about Carolina. They had a good defense. That's no, I ain't. For, there's another one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's, not, one, yeah. let's not forget check, how check we did that. them. We did them dirty too. 
So I'm I'm just saying, like, I'm not fearing these dudes, man. Nobody's just, saying fear. We got to play smart. Don't, don't bring up fear. See, that's the thing. We Cowboys just got to play smart. We got to smell. We got we, we to play smart football. No turnovers. Like you just said, no turnovers, no dumb mistakes, or no dumb penalties out here. Mm. Smart football and go in there and win because it's a hard that's a hard place to win that too. Yeah. So we got going to just take the life out of the crowd, stuff them out and get up out of there. Uh injury free. You know what I'm saying? That's that's where I'm at with it. But thank you, Sky. Thank you, Cowboy Nation. Like I said before, let's get them likes up for Sky. This man doing a wonderful job out here. And let, let's give our brother his flowers. All right now. Peace. Salute my man. Yeah, I this is this is gonna be a fun matchup. I mean, if you're a football junkie, this is a fun matchup, man. It's a fun matchup because I don't think Bill's going to try make it easy. On, I'm not saying that any team comes out and wants to make it easy, but this could potentially be. I, I asked the question: Is this Kellen Moore's biggest test? I will say yes, and it doesn't have to do with necessarily all the questions, right? It's the teacher. It's the teacher that's going to make it tough, and 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 I and I can't wait to see it. In fact, he talked about adjustments in there, and so did Kellen Moore. And I want to kind of play on the first word this week, Kellen Moore's interview where he kind of made the jab about how Bill Belichick likes to make you play left-handed, he's left-handed. But if you listen to what he's saying, at, towards the end at least, he talks about how we have to be ready for adjustments. And Reek is right. Like, what Kellen Moore is doing this year, and, and McCarthy and the offense, what have you, adjusting on the fly is a beautiful thing. And you have to be ready for that because Bill's going to do the same thing to you. He's re- he's he's going to make you have to readjust if if need be. Now, before I get too far ahead, if the Cowboys can get out in front, all that adjustment crap ain't going to matter because Mac Jones and the boys is not built for that. But check out the first word uh, where he talks about some of that stuff. Bill Belichick's defense has earned the reputation of making an offense play left-handed, take advantage, take away what they do best. I'm lefty. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Always hating on the lefties. Okay. <laughs> but as versatile as you guys have proven to be over the first five games, do you feel as well-equipped as you could be for that challenge? This game will be a tremendous challenge. They'll do a tremendous job preparing for us. They'll they'll make it difficult on us. Uh, we got a big week ahead of us to prepare for this game, and this will be a, a big challenge going on the road to play a team like this. Really well coached, really good players. Uh, they know their system very well. They they know how to make adjustments within within the game. And so, from our standpoint, we're going to be able have to, we're going to need to prepare really well, but also understand that adjustment football may apply to this game, and we're going to, have to be ready. Is this among the hardest games to prepare for? Because you hear people say what they show one week, they're not going to do the next week. And things they, they just seem to have a Rolodex of things they can throw out week to week. Yeah, certainly they can They can do a lot of football. They, they, they are very well coached. They're very sound in what they do. They do a great job of game planning against offenses and taking away strengths. And, and so uh, as we go through this process, through this week, I think we're going to have to do a really good job of honing in our game plan and feeling very confident and also understand that adjustments may need to be applied throughout the game and guys got to be ready, ready to adjust. Guys got to be ready to adjust. He's right. He's absolutely right. Uh, Bill, Bill's a good guy over there, but the Cowboys got a lot of weapons, so we're going to get into the Patriots' defense after I take this call right here, seven, three, two, what it is, what it do.
Hey, what's going on, Scott? Brandon from Jersey. How you doing today? What's up, Brandon? Hey, from Jersey, I gotta let, I gotta let uh, give a quick shout out to Jesse Holly from Jersey as well. Shout out Jesse Holly, man. Uh, real quick, just wanted to talk about. Um, I know you guys were talking about the O line stuff, but I yep. really just wanted to give flowers to uh, Terrence Steele on the O line, man. I mean, last year everyone was really kind of scratching their heads, thinking what are they going to do to upgrade the backup tackle position, and this guy really answered the call. I mean, he's really been a non-factor to the point where now we're starting to focus on what Tyler Biotis is doing. And, you know, just wanted to give him his flowers real quick. And, uh, you know, also same thing with Connor Williams over at the guard position. You know, he was the quote-unquote weak link for a little while, and, uh, you know, he's really answered the bell as well. No, you're absolutely right, man. Terrence Steele, my cousin. He's playing some good ball, and he he's going to provide great depth for this offensive line, which is starting to become maybe the best in the league again. But we'll see. Um, and then Ty- Connor Williams, I, I thought, and again, I he's been my punching bag as well. But I always did it with the caveat of, yeah, but it, it, you can't have five amazing guys on the line. <laughs> and while Connor Williams may not be your future, he's at least good enough for right now. It's it's beyondish mm-hmm. where I'm struggling the most with. I understand he's young, and um, I want to see him get better, and I think he can get better. But I wonder how long they're going to allow that to happen, um, in, in case they think that hey, maybe he could be a liability to the point where he may screw up a game for us. But right now, that hasn't happened. Yeah, I could completely agree. And now, do you think that maybe they could bring in? Well, not bring in, but they would let one of these guys like Ty and Becky go if they, when it comes time to activate some of these guys off the off the uh, the injured list um who do you think is going to be on the bubble at that point yeah that i can't they're going to do some roster magic i i can't really tell you who but titan seki will be at the top of my list i mean <laughs> you don't really need him um if, if you get if you got collins coming back terrence still is now your swing tackle right uh i guess mm-hmm. josh ball will, will, will come off but i wonder if they just gonna ir him all year i don't really see the point Maybe a Justin Hamilton. I wouldn't do it. I like Justin Hamilton as depth. Uh, I know there's a guy, there's the, who's the tight end that we got from Washington? Oh, uh, Sprinkle, Sprinkle, Jeremy Sprinkle. Jeremy Sprinkle, he's a guy maybe you can cut. I, it's not, it's going to be hard. It's going to be some tough decisions because yeah, a lot of these yeah. guys are. And it's a beautiful thing that, it's a beautiful thing that this team has depth, you know? Yeah. I mean. In years past, we we were struggling for depth, and now you see um, goes down an injury at the safety position, and Donovan Wilson comes back, and you know these guys are just going to be getting healthier and healthier, and it, it's going to be nice to kind of shuffle these cards around and give teams different looks and things like that. And it's it's really exciting to have a, a good defense for the first time in in a while. So, right. you know, Cowboys fans, I'm sure we don't know how to act. <laughs> no, we don't. I can tell we don't because we're like we're four and one, but we got to find something. Yeah, <laughs> what's wrong? Yep. Something's not right. Wait for the other shoe to drop. But, hey, man, I think this is a real team. It's a real team. Yeah, yeah, man, couldn't agree more. And thank you very much for taking my call. Um, you know, new to the show, and, you know, thank you. you're doing a great job. So keep up the great work, man. Thank, thank you very you. much. Yep, have a good one. Pa- Parker W is funny. He said they do football very well. I thought that was funny as well, Parker. That was that was Kellen Moore's subtle shot at the media. Like, dude, what we talk about here? That's football. Yes, they do football very well, sir. Yeah, I thought that was funny. Uh, but let's get into some of the Pats' defense, their overview here. We know Bill Belichick likes to try to take away what you do best. That's, I mean, every team, right? But, but Bill is just different with it. He goes overboard with it. Um, and right now, here's the problem with the Bill Belichick's. How do you want it? 
You can try, Bill. <laughs> but how you want it, man? Cowboys give it to you anyway. In all seriousness, though, I do think Bill is going to try to make things difficult at the line of scrimmage for Dak and win at the line of scrimmage. And we talked about it with Tyler Biotis. I, I feel like they're going to do a lot of games, throw a lot of things at him, and test him. And if he can, if he can be up to the task, he'll be fine. But I thought this Pats defense was very heck, Jekyll and Hyde, I think is, is the term, right? Is it Jekyll and Hyde? Jekyll and Hyde. The last two weeks, Davis Mills absolutely ached them up. Was very efficient. 20, 21 for 29, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Almost had a perfect QBR, 81. And I'm not talking about quarterback rating. I'm talking about QBR staff for ESPN, which I, I kind of like. Uh, he was really good. He's really good. They made some big plays on their secondary. But the week before that, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, they made it real tough on Tom Brady. 22 for 43. Zero touchdowns. QBR 51, passer rating of 71. Now, obviously, Bill knows Tom Brady better than anyone in this world when it comes to football. So he knew what Tom would like to do and how to take it away. Uh, and, and, and I still think the Buccaneers offense is not nearly as good as the Cowboys offense in regards to being balanced. Now, Leonard Fournette did play well in that game. Nonetheless, what this Patriots defense is going to try to is going to do more often than not is play a lot of heavy man. A lot, a lot, a lot of heavy man. They're not really a fast defense. Not a defense going to punch you in the mouth, but they're a smart defense. We talked about it earlier. They don't really rely on the Jimmys and Joes too much. It's mostly X's and O's, but that's always been the case with Bill Belichick. That's why he's like, oh, okay, Chandler Jones, you want money? Bye. Oh, you guys don't like this veteran safety? We'll bring him in here. We'll make him good. That's always been the case. Now, statistically, they're fifth in the league in points per game. So this isn't, yeah, like I said, this isn't a, a defense who is it's kind of stingy D. They only give up 18 points per game. Fifth in yards per game. Okay? But they do give up 111 rush yards per game. Bring context to it. They're sixth in the NFL in yards per attempt, 3.8. So they're pretty decent at that. Here's the problem, though. You can still get off on them in the run game, especially if you attack the edges. That's where most of the success has been for running teams. And for the Cowboys, that's exactly what they did against the Giants. And really, they've been attacking the edges all year. I think this is an interesting situation when you look at the Cowboys rushing game. They've been able to attack the edges with with Zeke this year a lot, while Tony Pollard has been killing it up the middle. (laughs) You would think it'd be reversed, right? You'd think TP with the quickness and all that stuff, he'd be pressing the edges and just eating. These boys are just eating everywhere on the field. And what I like about TP is that he's become a lot more patient in between the tackles. And he's allowing some of these alleys and these holes to develop, and then he's hitting them with his quickness, and that's why he's ripping off these big runs. Fresh said, Sky, your cousin's good at blocking the edges. Yeah, he's a good run blocker right now, man. I love that block right there by uh, Dalton Schultz, too. But I think the Cowboys will continue to just do this. They'll continue to pull Connor Williams, right? Pull 
Zach Martin, get these guys on the edges. And they don't have the they don't have the bodies out there, man. These cornerbacks don't want anything to do with the run game. They don't. Now, when it comes to the pass defense, we saw against the Texans that they can be had on the edges, on the outside at the boundary with the cornerbacks. J.C. Jackson's actually not playing bad right now, or not playing bad this season, but the last few games he's been struggling. He's been struggling. But he does have two interceptions on the season and five pass breakups. It's a big cornerback, so he's going to try to out-physical you, so I think that Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb are going to have to bring their hard hats into this game. And then Kyle Duggar, who I, I like Kyle Duggar, he's going to be more of that around-the-box, move-around, Derwin James type. He's going to be the rover type of guy in this defense. Everywhere. He's going to be everywhere. He's going to be down the box to try to take away your crossers, right? They may drop Judon or another uh, a linebacker to try to take away your drags. But again, okay, you want to play up close? We'll just throw deep on you. We'll just go deep on you. So that's kind of what's happening right now with the Pats defense. And I would be remiss if I didn't bring up the one guy that can wreck the game, right? And that's Matt Judon. The Pats are fifth in the NFL in sack percentage, but I think a lot of that has to do with Matt Judon, and we saw a little bit of him in the highlights. Uh, he has six and a half sacks so far in the season in five games. I think that's second in the league. I can't remember. I know Chandler Jones had like a five-sack game, so he's probably running away with it. But he's not just a sack machine. That's the crazy thing. Like, like Matt Judon is everywhere. 20 tackles, eight tackles for loss, 11 quarterback hits. I mean, those are top numbers across the board. Across the board. So you got you have to key in on Matt Judon. CJ says these running backs this year have been have really been fighting to get that extra yard. It definitely has helped. Yeah, you know Zeke. Zeke hardly gets pushed back. He's usually always falling forward. Super chat. We got a super chat here from B Bird. Appreciate you, dog. He says, We will win due to us finally having a coaching advantage on the sidelines. In years past, we had the talent, but we would be out coached. Yeah, I, I, I definitely don't think that this team is. Listen, Bill Belichick and, and Josh McDaniels, they're they're good coaches. I don't know if there's an advantage, but but I get what you're saying. In general, usually you went into every game or most games at a coaching disadvantage with Jason Garrett, the Scott Linehans, the Rob Marinelli's. Like like Rob Marinelli's a good. He can coach it up, but I think the game was passing him by defensively as a as a schem- schematically and calling games and things like that. Uh, we know Jason Garrett, good man, good dude, not a terrible coach, but just just a blase coach who was arrogant and kind of just behind the times as well. He, he did not adjust, as Kellen Moore says a lot. Um, so, yeah, I think at the very least. And, and this is no knock to Bill Belichick. These boys is coming in here with the momentum they have with Dan Quinn, Kellen Moore, Mike McCarthy's no slouch, even though we get on about game management, but he's no slouch in this preparation thing. This is about even. I know Bill was Bill, but this is about as even as you're going to get, in my opinion. The Reaper says Gregory is our Junon Parker. I think Bill Belichick is pretty good. 
<laughs> he is. He is. Uh, CJ Richards, we're going to change that 18 points per game. We'll have 17 by the first half. That's the crazy thing about it. seems like every time I go study these teams, I come away saying this to myself. Yeah, man. They look good. Stats look good. But they haven't seen a team like this. The closest thing they've seen, they've seen was uh, the Tom Brady game. And I even have to kind of put an asterisk on it. Like, am I wrong for putting an asterisk on the Tom Brady game? Because it was Tom Brady, right? Like, he was... He was in that organization with that coach, with that offensive coordinator and head coach for 20 years. They know that man like the back of his hand. So, yes, they had a good game against Tom Brady. But, it's, it, you know, there's, there's context to that. Other than that, I mean, you're talking about Davis Mills, who actually had a good game. Tua and whoever the hell their backup is, I think is Jacoby Brissett. Um, I can't remember the rest of their schedule, but they the Jets, right? Like, they haven't played... Anything is close to this. Anything. Okay, so the, the top sack leader is Miles Garrett. All right, so Miles Garrett and then Matt Junon is somewhere in that in that top five-ish. Jacob says, y'all think Belichick went up to Garrett Gilbert and said who the weakest on the O-line and throws Matt Junon at player. player. So that's interesting, Jacob. I don't know if he says who's the weakest on that line. I mean, they could pop on the tape and see Biotish and Connor Williams are probably the weakest guys on the line. And I use the term weakest lightly because they're still playing, right? Like they're still, I'm sorry, not playing. They're still playing well. The offense is successful. So, but I say this about Garrett Gilbert. He was with this team in the offseason, this offensive coordinator all last year. Will that matter? Maybe not as much. Uh, He'll have some intel. He'll definitely have some intel. No doubt about it. Bill Belichick went to Garrett Gilbert and McDaniels and said, hey, what do they like to do in these situations, et cetera, et cetera. Problem is, he hasn't been there the last five weeks where this team has adjusted, right? This team has learned, okay, Schultz is an actual, uh, an, an added weapon. Um, getting on the edges is a thing now, right? Last year, you couldn't really do that with the way the offensive line was blocking. So they're, they're learning things about their offense. Uh, Cedric Wilson, Got to pay attention to him on, on occasion. So, yeah, Garrett Gilbert knows some things, but he doesn't know everything. The Reaper says they lost to the Saints. Primetime, no, it's like a rivalry game. They're going to try a lot harder to beat Brady. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like they, yeah, yeah, they definitely made it tough on Brady. But that's all I'm saying. Now, I will say this. It's it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy, at least on the on the at the beginning of this game, in my opinion, because it's a road game. It's tough to play up there. I'm glad the weather is going to be fine, but I just want to see the Cowboys come out a little bit more cleaner this game. It's one thing to have those mistakes against the sorry-ass Giants and that sorry coaching staff and things like that. It's another thing if you do that against a Bill Belichick-led team. That's what they want you to do. Reaper Axe, wasn't it a... A rainstorm against the Tampa game. I'm not sure if it was a rainstorm. Not quite sure. AJ thinks they'll probably slide Judon next to the DT and attack Tyler. There's there's going to be some games. I'm not sure how he's going to do it. I'm no I'm no coach. Like, right? I, I'm not sure how he's going to do it, but I feel like you'll see some games up front. You'll see some some blitzes to attack the A gaps and B gaps. You'll see 
Maybe a guy dropped back to confuse Tyler Biotish. But if Tyler Biotish can perform well in this game, I think it'll go a long way for the future, for the rest of the season. I'll say that, right? Like, if, if he can come out of this game, that would be perfect. But with a good game, you can kind of say, all right, we know bruh's not going to screw it up for us. But there's been times where he's been, <laughs> been doing a little bit of that. Uh, Montana says it was raining. Okay. Well, that's another thing, too. Yeah, yeah, you know. All right, listen. We'll see. We'll see. Because uh, <laughs> Bill Belichick, I'm going to keep telling you, man. Fresh Face says, would you run a lot of spread? I would come out actually just, I would come out the first 15. I would try to get the run game going, actually. I know 3.6 yards per carry they're giving up. They've been decent against the run. But I, I look at their the talent up front. I don't see a whole, I mean, no, no offense, but I just don't see a whole lot of guys that can hang with this front, this uh, offensive line for the most part in this running game. Uh, so I would try to get some of that, some attack the edges, right? And then work some of that play action because they are going to play, they are, they're going to have their guys try to take away the middle of the field. Problem becomes you go one on one, one on one with a great one with CD Lamb and Amari Cooper. And we know Dak loves that. Dak, one thing I like about Dak this year is that when he's seen those opportunities, when he's seen the one, he's attacking every single time. Yes, he may not have a ton of 20 plus yard deep balls. But on the other side of that, he's been so efficient. When he does do it, he leads the league in 20-plus yard touchdowns. <clears throat> Think about that for a second. He's probably not top five in attempts at 20-plus yards. But he's number one in 20-plus yard touchdowns. <clears throat> That's the efficiency Jesse and I always talk about, it seems like, every week on the pregame show. Aggressively take what the defense is giving you. And for Dak, just remain efficient. That's all you got. You don't need to pass for 5,500 yards and 50. If the 50 touchdowns come, it comes within the offense. You don't have to play hero ball. Cool. You want to play seven back? We'll run it. You want to bring somebody in the box? I'm going to be efficient over the top of your dome. Let's get 281 in the building. I think this is Marcus. What's going on, bro? What's up, man? Hey, man. Cool, man. Let me tell you something. I think the perfect way that this offense can attack, can really, really, really attack the the uh, defense of the Patriots. Uh-huh. I, I was checking out a Koye last night. He he dropped a film session. I was like, man, he that dude be on it, man. Like, shout out to him. Shout out to Cowboys Nation in general. But he yeah, said Koye crushes the film, man. He kills it, and I he got my support as long as he's on YouTube. But. <laughs> Basically, neither here nor there. He said, basically, we should come out with more tighter formations and attack the edges. That's that's crazy. See, I didn't even see that, and that's exactly what I'm thinking, right? Just just attack those edges. That's where the success has been in the run game. Uh, I'm talking about run and pass because, basically, the way that they set up their defense is they like to bracket your best guys Mm -hmm. by keeping everybody cluttered close to the line. So if you're trying to run short or even trying to run long – it's always somebody short and it's always somebody deep. They're basically like it's like a two way two way coverage. It's like double teaming without having a double team. It's double teaming an area of the defense as opposed to right. a, a person. 
Right. Instead of doing an actual bracket coverage, you're basically just having someone in a particular, two people in a particular area. So I said, man, I think they should come out and do just that. Like even with whatever whatever you're running, I mean, whatever your formations are, whether it's pass or run, hit tight and attack those edges. And when they get nervous on those edges, that's when you start attacking the middle because they then have to make those adjustments. So, again, it goes back to that, how do you want it? How do you want it? So, I think it's going to be the guy that I – the chess piece that I think uh, Bill Belichick is going to use is Kyle Duggar. I think he's going to try to play games with Kyle Duggar and Dak Prescott. But if Dak, if they pick the right time where Duggar chooses wrong, or maybe a play action or he bites on a fake, uh, a, a, a double move or something, I think they can hit the, they can hit the Patriots hard across that middle of the field. But, but Duggar is going to be that rover. I really truly do believe that. And this is my prediction. If they do that, if they try to use him as that rover or that, that robber or whatever you want to or call him. A robber, him, yeah, yeah. All it's going to take is for him to slip up once. Right. And Dak is going to make him pay. Yep. That's, and I that's bet what I mean. you if he does that, if, if Dak makes him pay, they won't have him roving like that again. No. <laughs> Bill's a smart that's guy. I, yeah. Dude, that's why, that's why I love this season because it's like it's no set way we can go in and win a game. Like, I don't expect anybody to give us any credit outside of Cowboys Nation because – all they do is all they're going to do is move the goalposts. Oh, oh yeah. well, you know, number one defense in the league, Carolina. All of a sudden, yeah. we beat the brakes off of them and almost get three hundred yards rushing. Oh well, you know, look at who they played. Well, you know, but we tried to I'm tell you like, that well, coming into the game, right? <laughs> exactly. This vaunted defense. This vaunted defense. So now, what's going to happen when we shellack the Patriots? Well, you know, they're two and three, and they have a rookie quarterback and. Blah, blah, blah. They had injuries on the offensive line. It's going to be something. I'm just waiting for Monday after Cowboys should lack the Patriots. I want to just see what they say. But that's all I got to say, brother. You keep it up. Thank you, man. Just keep doing what you're doing, man, because God got his hands on you, bro. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. Really do. Thanks, Mark. All right, man. Have a go. All right. I, I, I'm looking at the schedule because I'm, I'm trying to see the next test defensively type thing. Uh, Washington, maybe. I don't know what Denver's defense is doing over there with Vic Fangio. But, and and Vikings, I I don't know what their defense is either. But I think, this is why I think this is another one of those tests that I think would be a good barometer. Because it's about, schematically, it's about going up against a guy who can mentally beat you before the game. Before the game. Now, the problem is his team is not that good anymore. So, And, and I don't care about that aspect. The Cowboys are far more out ta- talented than this team. I want to see them obliterate this team. And that just sends another message to the NFL. You can't. I feel like the, the default mechanism now for these haters are is to move the goalpost. You can't move the goalpost off a of bill. I don't give a damn what you say. You can't sit here and tell me. Oh, well, this defense is overrated. Nah, Bill Belichick not overrated, fam. He's not overrated. They don't have a, a ton of great players over there. And they haven't played a, a ton of great teams. I understand that. But they're also playing well enough. And I credit Bill Belichick. So please continue to move the goalposts. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to just keep throwing these facts in your face. We got 469. What it is, what it do. What's good? Skywalker, it's your boy Twan. I'm back. What up, Twan? Ain't heard from you in a couple weeks. 
you know, I mean, I've been busy with school and everything, man, for real. But I'll be watching your shows, though. I just wanted to sit back and actually listen. But, yeah, um, Scott, my uh, – I got one question. Do you, really, uh, do you think that – I don't know if you remember, but two years ago when we played the Patriots. Um, Say that again? I said I, I don't know if you remember, but two years ago when we played the oh, Patriots. Yeah. You know how everybody was on, like, Amari? Uh, where was Amari? You know, like, uh, he didn't show up. Granted, Stephon Gilmore is no longer there. But do you think Amari is going to be against this team? Because I think other than, I think, J.C. Jackson, or the Jackson guy, I don't think their corners are not as good as our receivers. No. They're, no no ones are. That's the thing. No, nobody in the NFL has corners that could deal with these receivers week in, play in, play out. Uh, Stephon Gilmore was defense player of the year that year. Again, it was a monsoon. A totally different ball game. Amari Cooper will get off if the offense allows him to get off, right? Like, or if the defense allows him to get off. That's the beauty of this this offense. They're not going into any of these games saying we got to get so and so involved. It's more so, who do you want to allow us to get involved? And these guys are explosive enough and good enough and, and playmakers enough that if you allow them to get involved, they can beat you. It's not like we can go into the game and be like, y'all could y'all could let Jacoby Myers get involved. Jacoby Myers is not gonna. It's not going to go off, right? So I think, yes, Cooper can have a can have a good game. It just depends on if the offense is calling for him that day. That's basically what Kellen was saying. We can go into this to this week. One week it's CeeDee Lamb. One week it's Gallup. One week it's Cooper. Yeah, you know, it all depends. Mm-hmm. Another thing, too, is I really want to commend the defense. Because I, I did, and I and I think last week kind of confirmed it for me. This defense has changed, like for real. It's not the same team as it was two, three years oh. ago. Even better for 2018 because that was a deep playoff running. But uh, I think another, my last question before I get out of here is, um, who do you expect to make an impact on defense next week? Other than the, you know, the regulars, you know, the, other than Diggs, Michael, uh, uh, you think like, like a role player? Think, I, yeah, like another role play. Like, do you think Cox could get more extended uh, playing time? Because, you know, he made that goal line play against uh, Daniel Jones last week. So I'm hoping I, we get to see him more. I don't think he'll play enough for me to, to to put him up there. I mean, I hope. I'd love to see it. But if he can get if he can get seven to ten snaps, that's even more. That's that's good. He had four snaps last week. So it's kind of hard for me to be like, yeah, Jabril Cox. Um, what defensive player? Not, <laughs> not Micah, not – you just say Diggs, nah. not Randy Gregory. I mean, those are the guys, right? But uh, Anthony Brown. I mean, I he know. I know. I want him to get another pick, Loki. That will establish for me. Yeah, Anthony Brown is improving. If he gets one more pick next week, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, the reason why I bring him up is because I, I have to believe that uh, Mac Jones is going to try to avoid Diggs as much as he can. Uh, now it's going to get to a point where he may not be able to because maybe the score is a double-digit score, uh, but Anthony Brown is likely going to get targeted in this game a lot. So if and I don't know that they have the, I just don't think they do have the receivers to get after him. But it still is AB, right? We're still trying to develop that trust for AB. So uh, this could be a game he gets tested and he comes away with another decent performance. I don't know if it'll be a pick, but. You know, if he can just stick with this guy, get some PBUs, and don't give a big play, that's a good game. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. that's a good game. That's a good game I'm, for any cornerback, though. I, mean, I know. I'm just so glad we ain't give up those picks for Jamal Adams. But I remember two years ago on your show saying we should definitely trade them hoes just to get Jamal Adams. I, I would trade so it for him, but I wouldn't have traded for him for that. That 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 was too much. 
Yeah, too much. What were we saying? Two picks and a third, or just two? Picks I think we were saying a first and like a third, or so. it was the most I would go. And even then, I was like, eh, I was sketchy about that. But that was the most. They went two first round picks, a third round pick, and a starter. I mean, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, I know, man. It's just like, and is he is he on the? I don't know how's he how's he doing this year? Like, I haven't been watching. The defense like is awful. I don't know how he's doing personally. I know he's been getting burnt, but but their defense is awful. So yeah, not good enough. And they paid him. All right, Scott. That's all I had to say. Once again, congrats on the twelve K. I've been watching you for like more than two years now. You know, I'm a, I'm an OG low key, but yeah, I Definitely just want to say keep doing what you're doing. God, God got his eyes on you, man, and I hope you continue to shine and prosper. Bless, bless for you, man. Thank you, good brother. I appreciate you, dog. Appreciate the support. Right. Uh. AJ says he loves the way Hooker, <laughs> Hooker's been playing. Talking about Malik Hooker. Uh, yeah, I'll get to you in a second here in 972. That's another guy to be interested. Again, I find it very interesting about Malik Hooker. He's playing at the line of scrimmage more than he's playing back. That's something I did not expect because in the film, coming into the season, he was strictly a roof guy. He's played more snaps in the box, and he's playing pretty good. He's physical around it. That was not Malik Hooker's game. He was a bad tackler. He's a guy who read the play and got the interceptions or the pass breakup. But, man, I just think Dan Quinn and these boys have have them playing very well. Fresh said he's been average this year. Talking about Jamal Adams. Their defense has been awful, man. Uh, 9-7-2. What's up? Good morning, Scott. It's Los. Uh, What's going on, Los? How you doing, man? Good morning, man. God bless, man. Hey, shout out to you and everyone in the OG roundtable. Hey, I just want to say, Cowboys Nation, hey, y'all should not be listening to anyone but the OGs like Skywalker here, not like Skip Foley, you know? That's what I call him. Yeah, we know so how Skip all. can be. Yeah, but hey, just, hey, I just want to say this. Don't don't be surprised if it's a low-scoring game and mm. physical because a good coaching, you can play fast. And Belichick is going to try to make Dak uncomfortable. I agree. So, so I expect Zeke to kind of be in the backfield a little bit more often just to pick up blitzing or the tight ends to, you know, have more uh, that three tight end set. You know, like, all right, if y'all going to try to send blitzing, we're going to do smash route. Uh, what is it? Smash run. Um, yes, he was, Montana. Football, yeah, you know. Because if you're going to send – the best way to beat a blitz is literally by running. So – if they're going to line up by blitzing, we're going to, you know. And I expect Dak I, – I think in this game, I think you're going to expect Dak more to play. Um, how many How many plays did he change in the first game from the first uh, when Kellen Moore uh, – They, called, they called 28 run plays. They only ran it like 16 times or something like that, maybe 18 times. So it wasn't – he changed it. I mean, he's going to change the plays. That's That's normal, though. Yeah, so I expect, you know, to be a little bit more aggressive on that part because I promise you, if he sees any weakness with those cornerbacks with no safety help, oh, he's going to let it fly. I, you know, either you to Cooper, Schultz, um, CD, Wilson, you know, and he, because, you know, he, you know, um, Sky, he can throw baskets. So he, he's not scared of putting the ball where it needs to be. But with Belichick, I think you have to gamble against us, against his great offense. So, He's going to be aggressive. I just want to ask Kellen Moore, can you just please put a digs out there as a wide receiver? No. No. You know? Why? 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 This conversation is silly. 
Why do you want to do that? Please tell me why you want to put. Tell me why you want to put him out there. Is it just because you want to? You know, you're a fan. You just want to see him have a cool play or something. Nah, I just want to see him as a decoy. That's all. Just give him one rep. Absolutely (laughs) not. And then that one rep is the rep he tear something or pull something on offense. Hey, like we said, Scott, we 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 don't speak no injuries to no one, right? Stop it. No, keep him at Hey, he's been asking. He's been asking. That's all. You know. I, I'll say this though: Would you give him one rep no. if he gives you that fifteen? No, rep, you're not going to get me to. You're not going to get me to change my mind. I'm not putting my all-pro cornerback at wide receiver in a year when I have the best wide receiving group in the entire NFL. Absolutely not. All right, all right. All right. I'm just saying. Don't. I mean, if it happens, it happens. You know, Kellen. That's all. That's all. Yeah, okay. <laughs> all right, man. God bless, bro. I'm just saying. Right, I know. All right. That has been a conversation, and I hope it's just a fan thing. Like, ah, let's have some fun. Let's do Madden crap. I don't know. That'd be goofy. You don't need to do that. Not this year. 2018, maybe. Before you got Amari Cooper, you didn't have no receivers. Not now, man. Not now. Um, Yes, Montana. I don't know why you keep saying that. Go ask any reputable guy that studied him in film coming into college and during his time in in, in Indianapolis. Malik Hooker was not a great tackler. <laughs> that was one of his his warts. Malik Hooker wasn't a perfect player. One of his warts as a Indianapolis Colt, Colt, yeah, Colts, was his tackling. He struggled with that. And that's okay because he's a free safety. So it's not like you're asking him to be Roy Williams, right? He was great at coverage. That was, was, was his thing. He was not so good at tackling. And that's just, I don't know what else to tell you, brother. <laughs> uh, 409, what it is, what it do. He was not. What's up, man? Yeah, who are you taking off the field for that, man? Well, people think about Dion, but you got to remember Dion did that back in the days. We had a need. We had, hey, uh, I think Michael Irvin might have been injured or something I'm, like that. Exactly. And but but we don't have a need. We got the strongest position. The only thing we can do is get him out there and get him hurt in, in a right. situation where we shouldn't even have him in. But one thing I wanted to, I want to comment on a couple of things that you said. Uh, I really think that the next step with the offensive line is uh, getting Lyle Collins back, and then Connor McGovern uh, putting him at the center if he can, you know. If snaps is your issue, well, if we can get bad snaps from Biotish, we might as well get the good blocking from Connor McGovern. Uh, I may have said Williams, but Connor McGovern. So I think uh, I would love to see Connor McGovern after the bye come in and solidify himself as a center and just look at our offensive line at that standpoint. Because I don't recall Connor McGovern getting bull rushed or pushed back much last year when he played. Yeah, I mean, it ha- it's happened, but it's not. it wasn't so egregious, right, like we've been seeing. Yeah. Or ha- I had been seeing last week was a good game. And I don't know if Connor Williams is improving or it's just that Biotis is so bad, the spotlight's on him. So, But the thing is, is I think that if Connor McGovern goes in, I think that takes the offensive line to a different level. But I, I did want to touch on Belichick a little bit because the Patriot way seems to be, seems to be is, is the Brady way. Um, because as soon as he left, it's like the magic is left there. I mean, you got to look at, Bill before Brady and Bill after Brady. I'm not saying that he didn't have um, – uh, he's not a great coach, but I'm saying this, he had a once-in-a-lifetime player. That player left, and the worst thing for his reputation could could have been is for that player to go to another team and win the Super Bowl and you not make the playoff. 
So it it doesn't look good for him right now as far as it did taint his um his legacy a little bit to me. Um one thing I was going to say too Tainted is that Bill's I was legacy. At, yeah, Bill's legacy. Wow. Yeah, because it's all well because look, it's always been is it more Brady or is it more Bill? Brady, Bill. It's a good argument to have. So when that player goes to another team, right, and wins a Super Bowl, and you without that player don't make the playoff, to me, is is it is uh you know it's an indication that the player may have been more important than you. But I mean, he did make. I mean, well, in fact, he didn't make the playoffs. But the one year he didn't have Brady, remember he went like eleven and five. That was a strange year that they didn't make the playoffs. But he won eleven and five yeah, with Matt Castle. That. You know what I'm saying? So if you're going to say yeah. if you're going to say yeah, he didn't make the playoffs last year without Brady, but he did make the play or he did have a good year without Brady before. It's kind of even to me. But it's a fun discussion well, to have. But are we really tainting? I don't. I don't. Belichick. I don't think because well, Brady? yeah, because I, look, the thing about it is when, when a guy leaves, right? If, if 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 Brady goes over to Tampa Bay and they make the playoffs and be out in one year, it's going to be like okay, it's a wash. The guy won a Super Bowl, man, for a team that didn't even make the playoffs last year. Yeah, and good, so he rose that team. I mean, team. It, it, I mean, he took, but he took that team to, to the ultimate, right? And so you know what I'm saying is it does to me. It okay. Then you even look at this year, right? The, the if you look at the Patriots, they have not had a tough schedule. They're zero and three at home. When was the last time that happened? Not sure. They, but, but, they so. Scored, where are we going though with this? I mean, you said tainted. What were we? What are we? What are we? What were you saying? Bill Belichick's not that good of a coach because of Tom, because of Brady won the Super Bowl. I'm trying to figure. No, out. I'm saying this. Well, I'm saying I'm saying this. I'm saying before with Brady, mm-hmm. he was untouchable as a coach. Without Brady, questions. You get that's what I'm trying to say. So it does have more questions into it. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say mm-hmm. this. At the end of the day, <clears throat> they're only three at home. They scored under twenty points three times. They lost to Miami the first game. Look, man, we should not have a problem with this game. That's what I'm trying to say. And the question, I was just going to ask you this, and this is, I'm going to let you go after this. I know it's a few different ways that we could beat the Patriots. I could see a whole bunch of scenarios where we could beat the Patriots. My question to you is, how can the Patriots beat us? And I'm going to get off the phone and I'll take your answer. All right, the way the Patriots can beat us, and thank you for the call, B-Bird, is by the Cowboys making those same mistakes they did against the Giants, right? Turn the ball over early in the games and special teams we forget in 2019 a lot of that was about the monsoon but special teams i believe it was a block punt in that game some missed field goals and things like that but i feel like those are really the only two situations if the if the defense gives the patriots offense good field position and then if the special teams also scores or blocks a kick or things like that because other than that this team is just too talented and now they have the coaching to go with it so I, I don't really – I don't see any other way the Patriots can beat the Cowboys just man up. They're going to have to get some turnovers, and they're going to have to perform well on special teams. Steve said penalties and home cooking. Uh, yeah, penalties could play a factor too. I have seen Dallas you know, against the, the Chargers. I think they had like eight penalties. I want to say they had a lot against the Eagles. Like they've had a lot of penalties, and some games have still come out and won. Um, but I, I, you know me. I don't like to talk about penalties – I try to keep it on the field. And on the field, I believe it'll be turnovers. Dak, you know, throwing some interceptions or we fumbling the ball, bad errant snaps, and then not executing on special teams. Uh, George, I think, says, what do you think about having McGovern in fullback this game for extra protection for Dak? 
If I'm bringing McGovern in at fullback, it's to run the rock. Uh, but I will say, I can't remember which caller it was. I think it was Antoine. He talked about, no, no, no. It was, um, I forget what caller it was. It was about keeping Zeke in more for protection. I do like when they do that when they know it's a blitz come. Because it helps. I mean, that's any team, right? I get a little queasy when Dak's like, yeah, yeah, go motions. Zeke, go stand out there. I, I hate that. I get sometimes you need to do it to clear out something or whatever, but it feels like that's that's hit and miss sometimes because Zeke's not one of those running backs that's going to route you up or, or, or run a good route. and You're, you're not even going to target Zeke. Anytime he goes out there, find me all these times the Cowboys are targeting him. It doesn't happen. So I'd rather keep him in for extra protection, and if they don't send the blitz, then leak him out or motion him out, see, okay, now we got, we got man, I bring him back in. But I can't stand when they do that because a lot of things happen when he does that. The fumble happened against the Eagles, right? I'm sitting here talking. I'm like, why are they motioning him out on the five-yard line and Dak's dropping back? Fumble. Touchdown. Uh, <laughs> so I would keep him in. Definitely on the road where he's going to send some blitzes. I like that. Triple D says, so, Sky, do we play aggressive for going going for fourth downs like we do? Oh, yeah. This team is an aggressive aggressive offense on fourth down. Iceberg said it's a setup. I know, I know. That's what I said. It goes out there, helps clear things out. It lets Dak know, but I, I don't like it. I just, it is what it is. One of those things that I don't like that I understand they do, but it's different. Like when I used to watch the Steelers do it, you had to really, yo, you better watch Le'Veon Bell because he can get the rock. Dak never even looks that way. Yeah, I don't know. It's a pet peeve of mine, man. Uh, eight one three. Let me get you back. Hold on. There you go. 813, what's up? Hey, what's up, Sky? How you doing, brother? I'm good, man. How are you? Good. Hey, I agree with you with that particular part. I, I don't like when emotions come out that. there, and it's a waste of time. But one of my things uh, I'm looking at in this game, I, with our defense, I think we need to squeeze them, uh, press, press coverage on those receivers, and just uh, – keep people in the middle because that's basically where he likes to throw. And he's throwing those short passes. So I think you squeeze him and make him have to go over the top. Mm. And and I was looking at their running back. Uh, he uh, he has some formalitis problems. So you've got some good stick, and he could drop the ball on the ground. Mm. So that's one of the things I'm looking at uh, on a defense. Our offense now, I we, we dictate to this team. We don't let them dictate to us. We go out there and punch them in the mouth. And and fourth quarter, that's a wrap. That's how I look at it. And and they open up this game. I don't want this conservative nonsense because it's built. Yeah, okay, built. But that's why people play into Bill's, uh, Bill's plan. You open up that and you make Bill scratch his head and think, oh, man, what I got to do now? That's what we need to do. Because uh, too many people, oh, Bill Belichick, Bill, yeah, but – Bill is not playing, and they don't have the kind of talent to eat to, 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 to hold our team. So that's what I'm looking at. I appreciate it, man. Hey, you have a great day, and keep up the great work you're doing. Thank you, man. appreciate it. All right. He said, Bill ain't out there playing. Yeah, yeah, Bill's not out there playing. Um, I feel like in a game like this with a mastermind like that, you do got to come out there and kind of feel them. Like, like when you, it's like a boxing match. You're not going to come out and just throw haymakers right away. You got to fill them out and see exactly what they're doing. And then as Kellen Moore 
uh, stated, make these adjustments, right? Make the adjustments, make the adjustments as you move forward. Steve says, do they have young receivers? Yeah, they got, uh, who's the guy we talked about yesterday? Um, I'm having a brain fart. Jacoby Myers. And then the other receiver they drafted a couple years ago who's not been good at all. Uh, Tuan said, Antoine Okafor, remember when the Lions, we played the Lions and Zeke called a 70-yarder? Yeah, four years ago. I mean, what, what are we doing? What are we doing? That's like one time out of the 50,000 times Zeke motions out there. It's it's a pet peeve. I get it. You got to do it sometimes. But I think I've seen something bad happen more than I've seen something good happen when he does that. That's all I'm saying. Uh, born a cat from the Niners. He says, uh, Frost says it's decent. Hey, I mean, these receivers, dude. Yes, Nikhil Harry is the one I'm talking about. That was uh, a bust. But these receivers, I mean, I'm trying to go back and look at the schedule. Might be the worst set of receivers they played this year. Yes, not even might. Who did that? Okay, last week. We'll give you last week because all the injuries. But even Kenny Galladay and uh, Tony, I think, are better than these receivers. So if these boys get busy, problem. That is a problem. What, what am I cherry picking, Iceberg? That's a random tweet. Let me know what I'm cherry or tweet. That's a random post. Let me know what I'm cherry picking so we can talk about it. Uh, you haven't been sipping on that coffee, Sky. Wake up, juice. What's that mean? y'all talking about in here man steve says and then john o. smith and hunter henry yeah we talked about john o. smith and hunter henry last week or, or yesterday and and to me those are the guys i'm more so more concerned about if those dudes on the outside destroy the cowboys we got a problem but hunter henry and john o. smith can absolutely have an impact on this game because we're still figuring out that middle of the field you know michael parsons is still getting it together as a cover linebacker LVE is hit or miss in coverage. Keanu Neal, we don't really know right now. He hasn't been tested that much in coverage. Only played two games. So um, two or two and a half, three games, something like that. So we still got to see. So those are the guys I'm more so worried about. The motion out with Zeke saying no good players come out. I, I mean, you mind, you mind telling me how many good players come out of it? I don't know. I it doesn't seem like a ton of great things coming out of motioning Zeke. That's all I'm saying. I don't want to keep harping on it, but it's, again, It's I understand it has to happen. It's a pet peeve of mine because I, I they never target him. Like, he's just out there. He literally sometimes motions out there and goes like this. So, huh? And he just stands there. That's a wasted motion. My coach used to say, dribble with a purpose. Dribble with a purpose, man. All right, guys, we are going to wrap it up this for this episode. Tomorrow, what we're going to do, tomorrow we're going to basically is going to be our Fan Friday mailbag show. So I'm going to post something today, likely in the community, uh, where we do the mailbag questions, and I'll pull some questions from here. I'll pull some questions from Instagram, and I'll pull some questions from Twitter, if we get on Twitter and Facebook, everywhere, right? And obviously, we'll open the phone lines and we'll rock out for Friday's show. But it's going to be about the fans tomorrow. It's Fan Friday. It's Feel Good Friday. Feel Good Friday. Hopefully, we feel good on Monday, too. 
We'll also talk about our cookout candidates. All right. Don't do it right now. I'm not going to list my cookout candidates for, 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 for tomorrow, but tomorrow we'll do cookout candidates and hopefully we can have a nice victory cookout. We have four consecutive cookouts and I'm not even full yet. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even full yet. I still want to eat. Still want to eat. And also, before I forget, I got to plug this too. I plugged it earlier. But make sure if you're in the Dallas area and you're not doing nothing on game day, come through Texas Live. Me and my guy, Jesse Holiday. Jesse Holiday. Jesse Holly. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be killing it at Texas Live each and every game. And uh, I'm telling you, man, it's a vibe. I talked about it yesterday. I should have I should have dropped the promo I did. I'll do it tomorrow. Uh, I talked about it yesterday. It is really a vibe out there at Texas Live, not just with us, but just the energy in general, man. It's like if you can't get to the game, this is the second best place to be with Cowboy fans. So make sure y'all check that out. And, of course, man, sub up, like up, share. Join this A to Z Sports Dallas community, man. telling you we're going places we're going places with that said folks let me go ahead and press this button appreciate you guys coming through tonight the final episode of the week for a to z sports prime time with mauricio rodriguez and make sure you check out a to z sports dallas website azsports.com slash dallas i'll have my article up tomorrow i believe so check that out yeah, I mean, and keep rocking. Love you. Peace. Say, nah, I'm just playing with y'all. I want me some glory, hope.